0: at 800 387 8025 That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show.
1: All right, we're going to jump right back into it. We welcome all of you back for Hour 2 of America's number one travel radio show. It is now just after 11 a.m. Eastern Time. It is Saturday, February 5th ncf time as we get back to talking everything and anything in the world of travel for 98 weeks now we've been deploying our national network in reverse fashion convening this national communal forum it's only something this show can do for folks uh you know since we touch every part of the nation with 480 weekly affiliates and we're doing it to provide you with real-time coronavirus reports from around america plus other important national and local travel topics as well And we are now going to get to three more stations, Mary, so let's do that.
2: Yeah, actually, when you say 98 weeks, so when our Las Vegas affiliate joins us in two weeks, when we're going to be live at the Wynn Encore Resort for Stop 10 on our Let's Go America Tour, we're going to hit 100 weeks of this. 100 weeks. Yeah, it really has folded into uh, as a segment of the show. All right, let's welcome Ben Taylor, station manager and host with affiliates FM 98.7 and AM 1400 WANI in Auburn, Alabama. Daniel West, producer and sports reporter with our Los Angeles affiliate AM87. KRLA radio, and Roger Lundquist, general manager from our Salt Lake Affi- Salt Lake City affiliate, AM twelve thirty KJJC radio. Well, we appreciate it uh, having you guys. Good morning. Nice to have you aboard with us today.
3: Good morning, and good morning, everyone.
1: Great to have you, everybody here with us, Daniel. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna start with you uh, since out there in Los Angeles, since I know we have you up the earliest uh, up the earliest today on Saturday morning. So next week, LA is gonna be hopping for Super Bowl 56. The Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals are gonna go be going at it. Generally, host cities, you know, prefer having two other big market teams playing in the game because it doubles the fan base and thus the oodles of revenue comes into the market. So I want to hear how mm-hmm. the city is feeling about the Super Bowl, but there's another major happening occurring tomorrow out there as well. The big NASCAR race at the historic L.A. Memorial Coliseum is going on. So what's the buzz of these two big events coming to your area?
3: Yeah, it's really interesting because, you know, it's been a it's been a fun time to be a sports fan in L.A. You know, we hosted the Rose Bowl in Pasadena about a month ago. And I think part of the – there isn't too much buzz right now over the Super Bowl, and I think part of that is just because – we're kind of not conditioned to football because, you know, there's a whole generation, my, myself included, who Rams left and we've just kind of enjoyed NFL Sundays just watching other teams. So I think over the next week, you're going to see a lot more of the buzz coming in. Um, but for now, it's just kind of like we're all just kind of like, all right, it's going to come um, as far as the NASCAR race. You know, that's going to be tomorrow. I think there's some real interest in that because they haven't really done anything like this in a no. long time. And, you know, the appeal, whether you're a racing fan or not, I'm a big racing fan, but the whole idea of putting 23 cars into the L.A. Coliseum is just spectacular. So, Well, well and, Daniel, kind of I'm like, going to
1: say, <laughs> if folks haven't seen where this oval, the what track, they've done, Bobby yeah. and I were talking yeah. about it during the break, it's going to be something tomorrow. It is absolutely something to watch, so we appreciate the update on that, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah
2: Daniel, Thank you. So, all right, let's head to Salt Lake City. Uh, which travel and leisure ranks as one of the friendliest cities in the U.S. Roger, thank you for joining us again. We last spoke with you in August 2020. I looked it up this morning. You were in the midst of a hot summer, <laughs> something that sounds pretty nice on a cold February day. Um, but I want to go this direction yeah. with you. I, I think a lot of cities across the U.S. have been really affected by this pandemic economically. Lots of mom and pop businesses have gone out, and restaurants. You know, I don't want to go too negative, but I want an honest report. I want to hear how your beautiful city is doing two years later and are you optimistic for a spring and summer tourism
4: well I think uh, like any American city it's been a rough couple of years but I think there is a great sense of optimism if you uh, head out around Salt Lake City or any of the uh, suburbs nowadays you'll see uh, the stores are full the restaurants are full people are out enjoying themselves and uh, we uh, recently uh, took a trip over to Park City the uh, a uh, very uh, important tourist area just to the east of Salt Lake, and uh, everything just about was business as normal, other than you still see all the signs up about uh, suggestions of wearing masks and social distancing and all of that.
2: Mm-hmm. How was the snow in Park City?
4: Snow was really good. We took a, a sleigh ride up to a ski lodge for a dinner, and it was just uh, so much fun, and everybody was just having a great time. Which is what we've been waiting to see for uh, this last, uh, as you said, 98 weeks now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, Thank exactly. You. Yeah. All right, Rudy. Uh, well, we're we're working our way across the country, Rudy.
5: All right. Well, amen to that. By the way, Roger Ben Ben. I feel required to start this off by saying War Eagle.
6: War uh, Eagle. I'm telling you, the number one tigers.
5: <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Auburn University is uh, such a big draw to your area of the country. Uh, and Alabama has been a state that's done a pretty good job reopening during the pandemic. How has your community fared overall, and uh, are you inviting visitors with open arms to come spend their travel money there?
6: Yeah, that that really hasn't stopped, Uh, and I I tell people all the time that we probably took maybe a, a couple of months where it kind of went on a pause button, but other than that, Uh, everything that we do revolves around outdoor activities and then now that the basketball team's winning when you do go indoors they've lifted restrictions so it's not really an issue anymore so travel and and leisure in the Auburn Opelika area I mean you mentioned football and you said War Eagles six to seven weekends out of the out of the year we become the largest city in the state just because of the people that travel here and uh, they find so much more to do once they get here with all the outdoor parks and recreation pickleball is a huge thing now in the southeast, and it has uh, sort of gravitated with all the facilities we have in Auburn. And, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Opelika. A lot of people don't realize it's almost like a Twin Cities here. We even, even our tourism division is called AO Tourism, it's Auburn Opelika Tourism. That's so. a good
1: point, Ben. Yeah, I, yes. I appreciate you bringing that up there because, you know, uh, that both of those areas are, are terrific areas to come in. And it's an easy shot in from Atlanta, obviously, uh, as well. But I we've only got about a minute and a half with the three of you. And I just want to ask a real quick question from each of you. We'll go in the same order. So Daniel, then Roger, then Ben. Uh, you've got the entire country listening out there right now. The show's on, as we said, over 480-some-odd stations. So share with everybody one thing that you most enjoy about living in your city and that you encourage our listeners around the country to come experience what is it, Daniel?
3: Oh, yeah, for me, it's just the idea that you go, you know, 15, 20, 30 miles in any direction, and it's a completely different atmosphere. So, you know, you hear a lot on the news about you know, the restrictions in Los Angeles, but some of those are just in L.A. County. You go to Orange County, you can open up and do different things. And, you know, like the cities that are hosting these events, technically it's three different cities. So you're experiencing a different, smaller true. kind of community. in Roger?
1: Everywhere you- Sorry, uh, Ben. Roger, we're going uh, to – in Salt Lake?
4: Well, the uh, top thing I'd say is you find whatever you want there. You want outdoor recreation or you want uh, the arts or uh, any kind of entertainment. You'll find all of it in Salt Lake City, and you get uh, all the benefits of a major market, and yet it feels like a, a small-town community and, in many
1: And, Ben, real quick.
6: Golf and dining. You can play year-round, and the restaurants here, they stay away from the chains, and it's a lot of local dining.
1: Love it, guys. Listen, thank you very much for being on the show today. Thanks for being part of our network. Really appreciate the affiliations. Enjoy the weekend, okay? Folks, after this quick sponsors break, well, it's time for the personal connection, and we're going to be talking dude Ranches. RM World Travel returns in three minutes.
0: To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back.
5: Winter can put a freeze on your finances with expensive car repairers. Your best defense against these costly repairs? CarShield. Taking care of a covered repair with CarShield's administrators is easy. They handle the paperwork and expensive payments, so you don't have to. Seriously, CarShield could help you save thousands. You get to choose the mechanic to do the work, and CarShield gets the rest taken care of. Visit carshield.com carry to save 10%. That's carshield.com carry, or visit armworldtravel.com. A deductible may apply. Have you ever wanted to know what's happening at home or even your small business when you're not there? Well, we're fans of the new wireless outdoor camera from Safe. It lets you see what's happening outside right from your phone and alerts you when anyone approaches. You can customize the perfect system that's right for you in just a few minutes at simplysafecom slash carry. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafecom slash carry or visit RMWorldTravel.com and look under sponsors for a link.
1: As we return from that break and move on from the NCF, it's your travel duo Robert Mary here with you taking a dude ranching for the G Block as part of the personal connection portion of the program, which is being made possible by allform.com
2: carry. Adding a new couch or chair or sofa for the family room, your living room, your vacation home, or these days even the office can make a big difference. Allform is high quality handmade in America furniture at affordable prices made in North Carolina and it's fully customizable and it arrives in just a few days.
1: You know, we enjoy our Allform furniture more and more each day and as Mary just said, you can pick all types of shapes, sizes, colors, fabrics, legs, and more. Plus, they come with a forever warranty. They also offer a 100-day trial. Delivery is free. They'll send you free fabric samples if you want, and they'll pick it up for free with a full refund if you don't love it. So you really have nothing to lose. Go check them out at allform.com slash carry. You're going to save 20% or more of anything you purchase. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
2: All right. Our next guest for these next 10 minutes of the show was raised between Wyoming and Montana and spent many of her formative years working on a dude ranch in a small town in wyoming even as a young girl she says she knew that the dude ranching industry would have a great impact on her life fast forward to today february 5th 2022 and bryce albright is now the executive director of the dude ranchers association live from wyoming she's holding for us on that show hotline you know mary
1: last hour we talked snow kiting now dude ranching we are certainly showcasing diversity today bryce welcome to america's number one travel radio show
7: Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be
1: here. Well, nice to have you aboard with us. Appreciate that. So as we were we're researching for this conversation today, clearly your passion for dude ranches is evident. You've been involved in some capacity with them most of your life. I know it's where you've lived, you've worked. But I think many people listening around the country who haven't experienced one, they probably have some preconceived notion of what they are or the experiences provided. So to cut to the chase, I want you to share what you know dude ranches to be and what makes a ranch a dude ranch.
7: Definitely. happy to answer, you know, any misconceptions and at least combat those a little bit. So dude ranches are the ultimate Western adventure vacation destination. That can mean a lot of different things, but overall it means you're going to be experiencing things that a lot of people have probably never experienced before. So you're going to be looking at horseback riding, uh, you know, activities as families, activities as couples, you know, fly fishing, uh, hiking, bird watching, just time outside in nature and outdoors and really getting to enjoy all that the world has to offer that a lot of people don't see frequently. And there's a lot of misconceptions behind dude Ranches that maybe you're going to have to sleep in a tent or sleep out under the stars and that you're only going to eat beans and um, out of a can and maybe cornbread. But that's definitely not true. There's uh, opportunities (laughs) for people to be able to do uh, experiences like that, but it's really a very comfortable and enjoyable. enjoyable vacation destination that uh, encompasses a lot of different walks of life and really embellishes and encompasses the life of a cowboy.
2: So I want to get into a bit more about what you do with the Dude Ranch Association, but real quickly first, one of the misconceptions that I think people have that I just want you to briefly touch on for our listeners is price. I think people think that they're really expensive, so that's not always the case, right? Right. That,
7: that's correct. Yeah, that's a big misconception. But the nice part about Dude Ranchers Association member Dude Ranches is that they are all inclusive. And that is to an extent. So meals, lodging, most activities are included in one price. Mm-hmm. And on average for an adult for six to seven nights at a Dude Ranch for a traditional kind of middle level ranch, it usually runs anywhere from 2000 to $2,500 per person. So mm-hmm. that is really reasonable yeah, for almost is. a week. And yeah. the planning taken care of.
2: It is. All right. So back to the association itself, it's been around a long time since 1926. So clearly Western ranch owners back then, you know, it seems to me like they really wanted to preserve what they knew they had as far back then. Um, So I'm curious how many member ranches you have. And I'm also curious about membership in terms of the vetting process. Is it difficult for a ranch to be accepted as a member?
7: Yeah, so currently uh, the Dude Ranchers Association represents 92 different member ranches across the western U.S. and we also do represent two in British Columbia, Canada. So we have a great membership. That number does fluctuate um, throughout uh, times and, you know, hard times, good times. Um, We are always bringing new members in and sometimes ranches, you know, retire from the Dude Ranch business. But we're excited to, you know, kind of maintain that number pretty well for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And overall, dude ranches really, in order to be a member of our association, they have to go through an application process. They have to meet certain restrictions, requirements, um, and guidelines in order to be vetted as a dude ranchers association member. We are not a pay-to-play organization, mm-hmm. so ranches mm-hmm. have to go through an extensive um like I said, application process to become a member of ours. It includes site visits, it includes supporting documentation, and a lot of detailed information about the ranch operation. Um, And then our board of directors looks at those applications and does site visits as well as myself, and then uh, moves forward in application processes of bringing ranches on to be
1: DRA members. Really important. No question as far nice as to the hear. thing. Not the pay to play so, recession. you know, Bryce, when you yeah. think about the way, <clears throat> you know, There are one of the things we love about doing this show is the way people travel. You know, you can travel from the most high end to the low end and it really is that experience that you have when you go, you know, whether you're a boater, you're a camper, whether you just love spas, well, we, you get my point, Wherever, whatever it may be, theme parks are your thing. But from a dude ranch experience, the reason we have you in know, the personal connections segment of the show today. It's the way people connect to travel. So as you find people, they go to a dude ranch, do they frequently come back? Do they connect? Do they want us to try other locations? Tell me a little bit about that.
7: Yeah, dude ranches have one of the highest return rates um, for Guests at their properties. Um, we have ranches that see an eighty percent return rate. You know, in their guests, and that's of guests of almost maybe a thousand people. So I think that truly speaks to how important uh, the connections that are made on dude ranches are to the guests that are attending them, and that return rate. You know, speaks a lot to the hospitality and the heritage and and the obviously the property itself, but kind of the overall experience to what people really do enjoy on dude ranches and why they keep coming back. And it's great to work in an industry like this where people bring, you know, generations of families back. You know, the ranch I worked on one year, we had a 90 year old uh, great grandfather that was there and they had brought their great granddaughter that was two I mean and then there was walks of life from you know and ages everywhere in between and that was truly incredible but but you are literally
1: connecting all levels of generation I love that and the fact that coming back and they're setting a a family history or tradition that's, that's great
2: nice legacy Uh, Bryce, I would think with the rise in demand for outdoor activities that we've certainly seen over the past two years with this ongoing pandemic, you've seen a rise in demand, I would think, for stays at dude ranches, especially with all the outdoor activities uh, that you highlighted earlier in the interview. I'm curious what you're forecasting for 2022.
7: 2022 is potentially going to be one of the best, dude, best years Dude Ranches have ever seen. So 2021 was record-breaking for a lot of our ranches, and 2022 is on track to be very similar. And we have ranches that are already even booking into 2023 for some of their uh, guests.
1: Yeah. So, well, okay. That, you know, there are aspects of the travel industry that would love to and be hearing those now. numbers right now. So we <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the last thing I really where I'm going to go with you, you know, dude rancher, dude ranches, they're all over the Western U.S. and up into Canada. And just like a hotel or resort, and we've talked about this a little bit. You know, they all have their own identity and what makes them unique. Some are rustic yet comfortable. I'm curious what we'll find, you know, on the more luxurious accommodation. end. You know, take us there.
7: So when you're looking at luxury dude ranches, you're looking at properties that are kind of in that four to five star rate and they have very nice, comfortable accommodations that are a little more upscale. You're going to see you know, um, higher end linens, higher end bedding, uh, that type of activity or accommodations. Uh, But at luxury dude ranches is more where you see the activities really explode. Um, You see spas on property. Some ranches have golf courses. Um, You know, horseback riding is still uh, a main focus of the activities. But you're also going to see maybe some skeet shooting, um, obviously guided hiking, fly fishing, river rafting. Uh, You just see a whole rock climbing. You see a whole array um, of activities that you might not find at the traditional and or working dude ranches.
1: Still, at the end of the day, it, it's good old-fashioned fun. It's outdoors. You're connecting with nature. These are all good things, yeah. and uh, you know I'm glad to hear the the numbers that you just projected to us. So, folks, I'm going to uh, direct you to the website if you want information on all things Dude Ranches. All right, and, and as Bryce said, if you're interested, you better get some reservations in. Uh, the website is just DudeRanch.org. DudeRanch.org interesting conversation, Bryce. I'm glad we were able to connect today. Really appreciate it. Thanks for joining us.
7: Robert, Mary, thanks for having me. I appreciate it as well.
1: Yeah, Bryce,
2: thank you. Have a great weekend. All right. You as well. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye.
1: All right. Well, that is an interesting conversation with Bryce on Dude Ranches. I think she really uh, painted a very strong picture of it. Nice
2: job highlighting them. A lot of fun.
1: Yeah. uh, And maybe that's something we look at in the future, Mary, for the show. So we'll have to see where that goes. But right now, we need to take a quick time out for some sponsor messages. We're headed to Prince Edward Isle next. (laughs) The diversity continues on this show today. And it's listener emails in the museum gallery. Stick around, folks. Don't touch that channel.
0: Today's edition of RM World Travel is coming right back, and you can also stay connected with the program
5: at rmworldtravel.com. Growing your business, it's essential to have the right people in place to ensure your company has the potential to expand. LinkedIn Jobs can help. Get started by posting your job for free to reach LinkedIn's network of 740 million professionals. Fill out targeted screening questions to get your role in front of the most qualified candidates with the experience, skills, and motivation you need. Visit linkedin.com slash carry to post your first job for free. That's linkedin.com slash carry or visit armworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the show. This segment of the program is sponsored by the 24-7 burglar busting protection for your home or business called simplysafecom slash carry. Now, when you're traveling, who's looking out for your place? Simply Safe is an award-winning security system engineered with the latest technology to keep your family or team safe. And listeners of our show will receive 20% off this award-winning security. But wait, there's more. Your first month is free when you sign up for the inter active monitoring service. Simply Safe has everything you need to make your place safe, including indoor and outdoor cameras, comprehensive sensors, and so much more, all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who send police, fire or ambulance the instant you need it. You can easily customize a system online in minutes and even get free custom recommendations. So start feeling more peace of mind and save 20% at simplysafe.com/carry or you can find a direct link at armworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. If taking a long walk is your cup of tea, then Canada's eastern maritime province called Prince Edward Island has just opened a walking route that was made for you. It's 435 miles long, and Bryson Guptill is the chair of what is called the Island Walk Committee that helped make this happen. Bryson, you live in one of North America's most beautiful places. For listeners who aren't familiar with Prince Edward Island, which you all call PEI, give us an overview of the island. You know, explain sort of the topography and how the walking path fits into things there.
8: Yes, well, uh, Prince Edward Island is Canada's smallest province. It's uh, on the east coast, uh, just uh, north of Halifax. And um, it's uh, it's the home to about 150,000 people. Uh, And what body of water? Small in
5: population. What body of water surrounds it?
8: Uh, We're on the Gulf of St. Lawrence. Mm -hmm. So it's part of the Atlantic Ocean. And uh, yeah, the Gulf of St. Lawrence is our closest body of water.
5: And it's largely sort of agricultural and fishing, uh, the economy, uh, I, 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 as I recall. Am I right?
8: That's right. Yeah. So uh, agriculture, fishing, uh, lumbering in the past, and, uh, of course, a lot more uh, modern industries now, if I can call them that, with uh, information technology and a lot of people who want to, uh, to uh, work at a distance are, are finding Prince Edward Island
5: an ideal location. And considering we we're about to talk about the the, the path, the walk, um, what is the topography of the island?
8: Yeah, well, the island, uh, a lot of people would think of it as being flat, but it's not. Um, the rail bed where a lot of the, uh, the island walk is on the uh, Confederation Trail, and it, it has a grade of only 2%, but there's other sections that are quite hilly, rolling hills, but uh, our highest uh, land point is... Uh, uh, close to our our downhill ski uh, facility and it has uh, I think 350 vertical feet so uh, it's, uh, it's it's nothing's uh, nothing's too large in the way of uh, hills along the way
5: and are we talking forests here through the, for the for the uh, island walk
8: yeah so uh, 70% percent of the island uh, is covered with uh, with forest and uh, other parts are basically uh, farming farming fields, and, uh, and there's a lot of fishing, lobster fishing, it's very very big in PEI.
5: Uh, okay, so you've got this 435 mile walk, obviously nobody's going to do this in one day or even maybe even a week, but um, are there way stops along the way where you can find transportation home or, or in or out and join? Um, I know there are seafood stops and small towns and some spectacular views um, but how accessible is it at various points uh, for getting in and out along this 435 miles?
8: So there are lots of little communities along the way. There are two cities you, uh, you'll be walking through. Uh, and the, uh, the smaller cities are, or smaller towns are scattered uh, in the east and the west. So there are lots of opportunities to stop and rest, go to a restaurant, have a bite to eat, find a B&B. Uh, the B&Bs are not necessarily located where we wanted to stop because when we walked it, we we wanted to walk a distance of about uh, 20 to 25 kilometers a day, which is similar to what you'd walk um, on the Camino de Santiago in Spain. Uh, so that's about 16 miles, a little better than that. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what, uh, that's what the daily, the daily distances are. And, um, uh, if you don't find a B and B when you're stopping, somebody will come and pick you up. So the B's and B B and B's are a little a little competitive with each other, and uh, they like to offer transportation as well as uh, as a as a place to sleep. So if you want to stay at one B and B for several nights, then uh, that's the way it works. They'll come pick you yeah, up you, and drop you off like each
5: day. Yeah, you'd strike out and come back. I I gather island trails also is uh, you have ten shorter trails uh, on the island. Um, that are not just for hiking, but also for for uh, cycling.
8: Yeah, that's right. Um, most of our trails are, are uh, for walking or hiking, but we have a few that are multi use trails, and uh, and we encourage cycling. You can cycle the whole island. Walk the uh, the 435 miles is uh, is also uh, readily available for uh, for cycling.
5: It just sounds lovely. Let me give the website to folks who might want to walk, or w- certainly walk part of this. Uh, the website is the Island Walk, all one word, simple enough. The dot ca. So that ca is for Canada. So the dot ca. And uh, Bryson Guptill is the chair of the Island uh, Walk committee. Uh, and I pres- have you walked all the miles very briefly, Bryson? Yeah, I
8: uh, I'm, I came up with a crazy idea of walking around the <laughs> island and. Uh, And I had uh, three friends that were uh, crazy enough to go with me. So we did it in 2019, just before the pandemic.
5: Thank you, Bryson. Bryson Guptill is the chair of the Odd and Walk Committee. Again, the website is theonandwalk.ca. Bryson, thanks so much for joining us. We'll be right back. RM
0: World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages.
5: rocket can call us today at 8338 rocket or go to rocketmortgage.com that's 8338 rocket or go to rocketmortgage.com
1: quality durability comfort these are all things we want in products we buy and folks it's what you get with slash carry with around 200 different products waiting for you including the new my slippers quilts bathrobes sleepwear giza dreams bed sheets their luxury hotel quality towels and washcloths plus premium bed pillows, mattress toppers, and more, or the all-American MyPillow store that's becoming the anti-Amazon. Save up to 50% site-wide and get a 60-day money-back guarantee, plus a warranty at mypillow.com slash carry or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
5: This holiday, give yourself the gift you always wanted, a better smile from Candid. Candid only works with orthodontists who are experts in tooth movement. You can book an appointment at a studio near you or do everything from the comfort and convenience of your own home. The average Candid treatment is just six months, and with your aligner treatment, you'll get Candid's teeth whitening for free. Right now, save $75 on your starter kit by going to CandidCO.com slash carry. Use that code carry. That's CandidCO.com slash carry, and use code carry or visit armworldtravel.com.
4: Get out the map, get out the map and lay your finger.
0: To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection.
1: Last week, a question from Stacy in the Salt Lake City area about being able to pre-buy a ticket for her unborn baby took up a lot of our time, so we thought we'd do another listener email segment this week, which is what we're going to do right now, since we really enjoy hearing from so many of you around the country. This portion of the program is sponsored by MyPillow.com.
2: Make your life more comfortable and do it in style with top-quality American products with over 200 different products waiting for you at mypillow.com slash carry their Giza dreams and flannel bed sheets are now buy one get one free plus bathrobes, sleepwear and quilts are 30% off
1: their outstanding luxury hotel quality towels and washcloth six-piece sets are just $39.99 a $70 savings and my pillow slippers are now 50% off go to mypillow.com slash carry for all of our special show savings or find a link at rmworldtravel.com just look under sponsors All right, email number one today is from James, who listens to us in the Lexington, Kentucky area, and he's asking, I walk with a rollator and can use canes in limited situations. Are there any train vacations that you're aware of that are handicap accessible and would allow me to travel? James, we thank you for the question. Frankly, it made me think of someone we used to work with in the radio industry in Michigan, and I know travel for him was always challenging. We actually had a few ideas for you, James, and reached out to some folks we know in the industry to get their input, too.
2: We did. And as soon as we read your question, James, we immediately thought about Frank Marini. He's been on the show with us. He's the president of Yankee Leisure Group and they also run Amtrak Vacations. So in talking with Frank, he mentioned all their Amtrak vacation train packages are independent fit trips. That means they can be adjusted and customized to the specific needs of each traveler. And he also added that the Amtrak trains are also handicap accessible with accessible rooms on the train as well. So we'd recommend you contact Amtrak Vacations, James, the phone number, you can use to find out more for them and if you have any other questions that you need answered is 1-800-268-7252 again that's 1-800-268-7252 so that's my recommendation the next person that we contacted for you james was robert bender
1: who is about as passionate about trains as they come and he pointed us to a detailed website that i spent some time exploring for you it's wheelchairtravel.org and if you enter train travel in the search bar at the top of the right on their homepage. Up will come droves, and I mean droves of information that I think you're going to find very useful and helpful. So after you call Amtrak Vacations at the 800-268-7252 that Mary just suggested, go check out wheelchairtravel.org and type train travel into the search bar. And one other site, by the way, that we would encourage you to visit, Mark Smith. Mary, he's also been on the That's website. That's a very, very the good past. suggestion. Yeah, the website is uh, seat61.com. He's in the U.K., but he covers the whole world literally. Seat61.com is an A to Z on train travel around the entire world.
2: And he's been traveling as much as he's been able to throughout this whole pandemic. So he's, he's a good resource. So I agree with that.
1: Alright, so there are three. Uh, We're going to go on to email number two. That's from Kelly, who listens to us in Huntsville, Alabama, and writes, Robert and Mary, I really enjoy your show. The Big Talker runs you on Sunday afternoons here in Huntsville, and I sometimes also listen on the TuneIn app during the week. I heard you talking about places you've traveled that underwhelmed, and Mary's comment about Stonehenge over in England made me think about America's Stonehenge, as I have family who live near it. It's in Elberton, Georgia, not far from the South Carolina border, east of Athens. It's smaller, with only four stones inscribed with different languages. Have you seen it? And where's somewhere you've been that just blew you out of the water and over-impressed you? Well, uh, we well, have not been tough. to Elberton, Mary. We know that. Nope. Um, are you ready to make that trip next time we're down in Atlanta, I guess, or South Carolina?
2: I'm always up for adventure. Uh, but, you know, there's there's another America, Stonehenge, that I know of in Salem, New Hampshire. Yeah. There so is. I've never heard of this in uh, Georgia. So, um, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Let's, let's investigate it. Um, anyway, so, and again, these are versions of Stonehenge, okay? And, and this is going to come back to haunt me. I knew it would you when I said this last <laughs> week. It's, and let me just clarify. I think it was because of the hype. You know, I just was expecting it to be something more than it Plus was. Plus we but had a long anyway. track out there for Yeah, London. all right, let's move on. So what what has over-impressed me? Uh, well, I don't think I'll ever forget the first trip that I took across the pond when I was 12, just seeing the Eiffel Tower in Paris and then Buckingham Palace in London. you just, That's not something you forget when you're young and you're just easily impressed anyway. Uh, these days, it takes a little more to get me impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I would say recently, uh, in 2019, we had a chance to tour uh, ancient Sparta in Greece, just walking those hills and those uh, ruins. I loved and I was really impressed with that. And from an archaeological standpoint, Rome always impresses me, particularly the Roman Forum. And real quickly, Iceland.
1: Well, Iceland, I would agree with. Yeah. Frankly, I got to tell you, on all uh, for me, having our own helicopter pilot ferrying us around Iceland and exploring that country ranks very high. Uh, river cruising, I would also say, with Alma Waterways on the Danube, for me, all the Christmas markets in Hungary, Austria, and Germany a few years ago that exceeded expectations. And I say it because I really wasn't sure how we were going to feel about river cruising, mm. but after that trip, we agreed well, you know, we, we could wait did. to do it again. Yeah. So, I agree. Um, that's what I would say on that. But it, it's tough; it really is. We've so many places that we've been. Yeah, that's you know, a tough you go back to childhood too. school trips my first business trip i don't know travel with our kids Mary. yeah very uh, tough we've probably taken uh, many hundreds certainly thousands of trips so anyway we're going to leave it there kelly thank you very much for your question james for you as well folks you can reach us anytime at rmworldtravel.com contact and send us your questions as well this is RM World travel we'll be right back with the museum gallery in three minutes stay with us
0: Join the Travel Trio by calling 800 387 78025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
1: Well, everyone, we've arrived at the J Block, and for segment 10 today, that means it's time for the Museum Gallery, which is sponsored by Cordbuddy.com.
2: If you're looking for a different type of Valentine's Day gift this year for your special someone, and if they love music, and they've always wanted to learn how to play the guitar, for less than 50 bucks, give them the number one learning system. All you do is just press a button. It's that simple. And then as you improve, you
1: remove the chord-making button, similar to training wheels on a bicycle. Go check it out and order today for guaranteed Valentine's Day delivery at Cordbuddy.com. You'll find a link as well at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
2: Today's museum gallery is taking us to the Detroit Institute of Arts in Michigan, where this show is heard on FM 101.5 and AM 1400 WDDK radio. Valerie Mercer is the head curator of their African-American art collections, and she's waiting on that show hotline.
1: Yes, she is. Mary Motor City, here we come. Nice to connect with you today, Valerie. Welcome to RM World Travel.
9: I'm happy to be here with you. Thank uh,
1: you. Nice to have you with us on the Saturday morning. So, you know, Mary and I, we always say that we're blessed to have the Met here in New York for us to enjoy. But the Detroit Institute of Arts has one of the top museum collections, frankly, in the world, with more than 65,000 works of art. It's also a museum of firsts, which is really where I want to go with you, Valerie. You know, between being a first for Van Gogh and a first for African-American art, what can you briefly share with our listeners around the country?
8: Sure.
9: Well, as you said, you know, the museum has about 65,000 works of art. Uh, We are the first one to show Van Gogh's painting. It entered into our collection in 1887. It was a self-portrait. We have the Diego uh, Rivera-renowned Detroit industry murals that were commissioned by Edsel Ford in 1932. They're a real draw. People show up every day to look at them from all over the world. And we are the first uh, major art museum in the United States to have a permanent collection of galleries and a curatorial department devoted to African-American art.
2: Which is bringing me to my question, which is why we invited you onto the show today. And for you, Diego Rivera fans, by the way out there, those are some set of murals. He was really proud of that work. They're amazing if you haven't seen them. But Valerie, let's get to this collection of African-American art because it is a big part of the museum. So share a little about the scope of the collection. It's certainly more than a few works.
9: Yeah, the collection is probably numbers over 600 works of art. And I've been here for 21 years now. Uh, I was the first full curator of African-American art, the founding curator of the department. And, you know, I've been having a ball buying uh, <laughs> works of art for the collection with the help of our director. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's just been wonderful. Uh, I would say the collection dates from the 19th century up until today. We... in. 2016, we deepened our commitment to this department by launching a multi-year, multi-million dollar initiative to grow the museum's African American art collection. And since then, we've acquired more than 80 works by historically relevant black artists, including Wazworth Jarrell, Tahinda Wiley, Carrie Mae Weems, Titus Kaphar, and Detroit artist Tylon Sawyer. And One of our top priorities has been bringing more Detroit artists into the collection, such as uh, Shirley Woodson. We have Shirley in an exhibition right now that's currently on view, and we've had her work in the collection uh, for a number of years, but giving her this uh, one-person show, the solo exhibition, has been a real treat. The paintings are beautiful, very vibrant, and it's been attracting a great deal of attention.
1: Well, I want to talk to you a little bit about you know I know when we go to museums, Mary loves large canvas works. That's a big thing for her. Mm-hmm. I always know if I've, if she gets away from me <laughs> somewhere or I, where I can find her for something, <laughs> right? So, uh, but I, I want you to share a little bit about Ed Clark and Maple Red.
9: Oh yeah, that's a a beautiful abstract painting. Um, Ed is he represented the second generation of abstract expressionists. He uh, worked in New York for a long time, although he was uh, born in New Orleans, actually. Um, he's the first painter credited with working on a shaped canvas, which was an in- innovation that influenced contemporary art through the 50s and 60s. He's also known for his powerful brushstroke, a very wonderful, expressive, gestural brushstroke, and his large-scale canvases and his skillful use of color. Uh, I've worked with Ed um, I miss him terribly Mm -hmm. because he died a few years ago, but he was a wonderful uh, um, colleague.
2: So we're about to run out of time. I wanted to cover Charles McGee's Noah's Ark Genesis. That one really caught my eye. We we only have about 20 seconds left, but did you connect to that piece?
9: Oh, yes, I did. Uh, Mm. You know, Charles was very well loved here, and this is a a beautiful painting depicting ancient sort of Egyptian-type figures That influences art in African textiles, as well as prehistoric rock paintings from Europe and Australia. And uh, McGee created an exuberant painting with collage elements depicting biblical Noah, his family, and animals boarding the ark.
1: It's something that folks have to go see. Folks, listen, for more info on hours, tickets, events, you know, to plan your own visit, website very easy, dia.org, dia.org. Valerie. Uh, This went by quick, but really appreciate the check-in today. Have a nice weekend, all right?
2: Thank you. It was great fun. Valerie, take care. Thank you. Have a good weekend, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. You, too. All
1: right. Well, that is a place to go experience the Detroit Institute of Arts. Uh, If you haven't been there, make it a point to check it out. Right now, another 120 minutes of the fastest two hours in travel has just zipped on by today. That's a wrap for hour two of today's live broadcast. Until next Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern time, when we do it all again, special thanks to all of our guests who appeared on the show today with Mary and me and Rudy. thanks to our show team, network affiliates, and sponsors, and thanks to all of you out there who help make what we do, America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy.